Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today on the line with me, I have Amina, and we are going to be doing Candid Conversations. So, hey, Mina Mina. Hey, Country. How you doing, girl? Oh, I love you with that big old <laughs> smile on your face. <laughs> oh, boy, this is so exciting. Oh, I'm like, you did it. You got on, so we make it. <laughs> to get you on here for a while now and I know you're busy but I just want to thank you for taking this time out to even hop on the podcast with me um, and putting yourself in the space to be um, open right and share with us a little bit about yourself and the listeners get to hear you and hear your heart right and in tune we we are praying that we can keep those classrooms filled with people right and leave a legacy so man that is what this is all about and so mina tell us a little bit about yourself maybe from like high school to the age of 25. okay oh where do i start well first of all hey country thank you so much for having (laughs) me um this is my second invite to a podcast um so this is such an honor and a privilege to be here on your podcast Thank you for even thinking about me, to even consider me. And um, that is truly a blessing in itself. So, okay, about me. So, hey, listeners, my name is Amina. Um, Amina Taylor. I, oh, where do I start at country? Country, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> I, where do I start? Are, are we talking about my business? No, we're going to start. You're going you gonna to tell us a little bit about you. And let's kind of, we're going to build up to the business, right? Because we have a backstory about the business. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to get a little juicy in the backstory, right? Okay. Okay. But I want you to tell us about you. Who is Amina? Maybe like from high school to up to about 25. Okay. Because uh, your business hair is not something that you... That that wasn't your journey, right? And so let's let's talk about your previous story, and we'll get there. Okay. Well, then I love that. Okay. So um, my name is Amina again, and just a little bit about me. I am a mom of three. I have a oh, how old are those kids? Some kids is grown. So look, really, um, I have a twenty-year-old, a 30 year-old, and a thirty-four-year-old. Um, I like telling this story right here because it's just truly a blessing to me. Um, I am a product of babies having babies. So I was pregnant at 15, um, had my son at 16 years of age. And back then, uh, when I was pregnant, it, it just wasn't like how it is now. School was not a maternity ward. So, you know, you kind of like got frowned upon in which I did. Um, but what affected me most was that it was done by family members and immediate family members. And that kind of like started shaping and molding of how I started viewing myself and just how I would just be acting out. And so I'm glad that we're going to have this kind of conversation. So I'm sure it will come back up because it will have a lot to do with a lot of things that I would explain. However, um, I come from a Christian home. 
um, my mom and dad are just beautiful, just good hearted people. Um, my number one supporter is definitely my dad. Um, he's been here in every aspect of my life. Um, anything that I desired, that I wanted to do, that I thought that I wanted to do, my parents was very supportive. Um, so yeah, I've had um, several, a couple of businesses. I'm just starting at a very young age. I think my dad gave me my first salon when I was just right out of high school. So that's probably like 17, 18 years old. So my life just started shaping and forming um, as an entrepreneur at a very young age. Um, my parents had a business ever since that I was born that I can't remember. So I always like to say that I was um, birthed out of business. Well, I was birthed out of love. I'm going to say that. <laughs> so business is just who I am. Um, so anytime that I, I tell more about myself, it's just always, you know, just just the business part of me because um, I was raised in it. And then from there, I mean, that's just what I just started doing. Um, so hopefully, you know, that kind of like open up a door for you to just ask me, you know, just whatever questions that you want to ask me. Yeah. You know, Mina. Huh. <laughs> and when, how I met country. No, no, we ain't got that yet. We ain't got that yet. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to tell that part, though. <laughs> we might not go there. You, you tell what you want to tell, right? But when you say you acted up, you know, that's almost like people saying country did this, country did that. And, and the person would be like, nah, country didn't do that right. So to hear you say, I used to act up. Now, you know, I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe my acting up was uh, more, more in a sense where since I got pregnant um, so young and just started living in the shadows of, of my sisters. And what it started making me do is look for love in all the wrong places. Um, I didn't realize it then, but later on, after making so many um, bad decisions, choices, um, just um, feeling um, rejected. And when God just began to just deal with me, you know, you, you just get tired of the same pattern and just doing the same thing. And at some point, you 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 sit and you just have a, like we're having a candid conversation, <laughs> I began to have a candid conversation with myself and with God. And then he just began to show me things like this is where, you know, this is where this behavior came from. This is why I will respond the certain way that I will respond. That's why I always will feel guarded. Um, so those are the type of acting up that, you know, I am talking about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you do you believe in God breaking a person down to rebuild them? Oh, do I believe that I am that person that you're talking to? Yeah, definitely. It would definitely break you down to rebuild you, and the rebuilding can be so beautiful if you allow Him to do it. Um, I love. I don't know what the scripture. I believe that is in Jeremiah. I'm not for sure where it says that the powder wants to put you back together again and then I'm, and who mm -hmm. this is really getting emotional for me right now mm -hmm. because he will he will mold you and he will shape you and in that molding and shaping if you allow it and if you ask him it could just be so beautiful and I can honestly say that I I am really loving the woman that I am becoming and those that rejected me 
um, and still to this day, still with some family members, they don't even have the opportunity to see the beautiful woman that God has made me, that that I have become. I say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm listening. I was just gonna say sometimes people miss out on a good book um, because of the outside appearance, right? And Mm -hmm. because of past traumas and different things like that. And so they don't even wanna go and revisit it. Um, Your growth speaks for itself. Who you are now speaks for itself. And sometimes people aren't allowed to go into the new seasons that you are going into. And so we look at it like um, people not wanting to be bothered but sometimes god put up a force field right (laughs) to where they can't even intrude in your space because we don't know the type of tainting that it would add to your life right and so maybe somewhere in there you're still you still growing as well right and when you're equipped with all of the tools that you need then god will drop that force field and so when they come those things they'll just bounce off of you like the bullets when it's hit the superheroes right Man. Those things that just fall to the wayside. I, I love it. I, my favorite superhero is Wonder Woman. So I'm looking at right now. <laughs> look, I got my little wrist up because look, I'm I'm dodging this. I'm letting you hit this. Yeah, I'm protecting mm-hmm. myself. Amen. Yeah. All right, man. We'll pray uh, the Lord. <laughs> a lot of people say that you can't hear God. Like, and they always looking for signs and different things like that. What would you say to that person? When they're looking for signs and can't hear God, um, I definitely have been there. Um, and I, I, I'm actually there now because it's something else that I got before God. But I speak on the times that I, I know um, what it sounds like to hear God's voice um, and to hear from God. Um, God will speak to you through people. Um, he can use anything or anybody to speak to you to get your attention. Um, the way that you want it to come and the way that you think that it's going to come, that may not always, nine times out of 10, is not going to come like that. Uh, I remember distinctively of God speaking to me and saving my life. And this was an out-of-body experience that I had. Ooh, country. Ooh, girl, we're going there today. And this was God speaking to me. Um this is when I was definitely just 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 spiraling down. And again, spiraling down can come from just judgment and just judgment from people that you love and that you look up to. And a lot of times just they don't know that's what they're doing. Sometimes they do and sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. But this one time um, I was in a hospital. I had an abortion and... Um, it didn't go so well. And they left half of the stuff inside of me and had it built up an infection in my body. And um, when I went to the hospital, um, after about two days, yeah, about two days, I would say about two days, the doctor um, had told my parents, you know, just have people to come out. Mm. Um, they needed to do emergencies at this point they need to do emergency surgery because I lost so much blood I had to have a blood transfusion but the infection was still 
this infection was still spreading in my body. And I remember, girl, like it was yesterday. And I remember doing surgery, this out-of-body experience that I had, country, I, I know that I was dying. Mm. I'm telling you, I heard the doctors talking. I heard them panicking, everything. And this is where God came to me. I mean, I saw the white light, everything. Uh, it, it felt like, you, you know, like when you're on a roller coaster and it's like a rush and you going down on, on that coaster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like immediately God was telling me, if you want to be saved, I need you to hold on. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to die, <laughs> don't hold on. But he just kept saying, this is God speaking to me. So you don't know how God going to come speak to you. God then came and spoke to me during surgery on my deathbed while I was literally dying. Dying, at, that's my death experience. A death experience can be totally different to different people. You know when you're dying in the inside. So you don't know if God can come, come speak to you through your kids, your come doctor, on. your neighbor. I mean, anything. And it could be a still small voice. In this case, because he know that I really, really needed to hear from him and not other people. Because I was like that down Thomas, like, look, I need to see this body. And mm. it was like, he spoke to me and said, if you want to be saved, I need you to hold on. And I'm telling you right now, you all, I'm still holding on. And I love that song. What did it say? I'm still holding on to his hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Me I like to say I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> the song and i'm really not a singer but it's so touching so you are i'm telling you 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 just gotta just get in the presence of god and then sometimes even when you don't get in the presence of god because everybody don't know about getting in the presence of god mm -hmm. it's just that i was just fortunate that this is how my parents raised me um so i knew and i just started having my own experiences okay country you go you talk now it's okay yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Because God is so good. He's so good and he's so wonderful and he's a comforter. And 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 I know that he is whatever it is that you need him to be. I know this for a fact. So he can talk to you in many different ways and he can be there for you. He will be there for you. He will be there. And you have to be open. You, you, have know, to be open. you can't be closed. You got to be open enough to receive. The Thank grace you. and the love and the mercy of Christ. Yeah. Um, I like watching your dad. So I jump on the live, you know, every now and then um, while he's up there speaking and doing his Bible studies. He be doing Bible studies, right, man? And I'm the yes. Bible studies that I woke up. Yes. So he does his little Bible studies and he get his little chair and he sit his little stuff down <laughs> in the chair. But going back to, to Mina saying um, how supportive he is, and I might be jumping the gun and all of this stuff, but um, when she started the school, you know, you would have thought her dad was in his early 20s trying <laughs> to make sure everything was lined up. And we'll get to the school because I really don't want to jump ahead. But um, okay. that goes to say, who inspires you, Mina? My dad. My dad definitely inspires me um both both my parents but me and my dad really have um a special bond as i get older i'm learning the bond i'm, I'm learning the appreciation 
the appreciation of my mom, but there is a bond between me and my dad. So I definitely, um, he inspires me in every area. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. So we've made it to our question. Uh, how did we meet, Mina? <laughs> <laughs> it so made you laugh a little bit. connections right mm. because it's a real thing god always placed people in your life and it's either for a reason a season or for a lifetime uh -huh. you know and as i look back man we've been knowing each other now about over 20 years how about that yep yep absolutely absolutely and you know what for you to say that when i said somewhere i didn't have no business being and the beauty of it is that god will meet you wherever you are where you are absolutely yeah. So the first time that I met country, it was at a house party. It was at her house, birthday party. I came and when I tell you all, I was so out of place trying to hang. Oh my God. Trying, we're going to say, we're going to leave it as that. Trying to hang. And I think country must have picked up on it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just like our spirit connected then. And then our next encounter that we had with each other was at a club. We was actually sitting at the bathroom at the bar at the cave. Yes. <laughs> do you hear me? Yes. Do you hear me? Mm. At the club, at the bar. What was the name of the place? The cave? At the cave. Mm -hmm. At the cave. And this girl began to prophesy, you all. Prophesy to me. And I'm like, why is she in my business? I'm trying to sit up here with this, whatever I was doing again. Because <laughs> I know this uh, podcast going to go out to the masses and everybody just ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just ain't ready. So, hey, um, until God meet them where they at and open up their clothes and eyes. So I just will share just so much. Um, yeah. And you just began to minister to me. It was such a beautiful moment. And from that moment on, me and you have been connected ever since. Y'all, I told her she was going to have her own health school and she didn't believe me. Man. Man. She was just like, uh-uh, like, mm-mm, country, I've been there. I'm not, I'm not, I don't even <laughs> want to deal with her right now. I was like, listen, here, you going to leave that nigga alone that you messing with because he ain't no earthly good to you. You got some seeds to part. I'm saying for you, man, don't, don't you worry about okay. country, right? Y'all, you're going to part some ways and, and it's a lot ahead for you. And she was just like, country, you always so nice. Just yeah. whatever. Like, you know, but here we are 20 here years later. Are. 20 years later. Absolutely. Here we are. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Just really connected in the spirit more than anything. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about I am my brand. Where did that come from? I am my brand. Um, I God still got my mug back beautiful yes <laughs> yes i'm telling yeah. you had that thing right there was birth uh, again you all that was god um in my sleep have you ha country have you ever been sleep 
and was dreaming. But yeah. how, how can I explain it? I knew that I was dreaming. I, I was very conscious, but yet you still sleep. Yeah. And now normally I didn't have some dreams where I know I'm dreaming. And then I'll be like, well, you know what? I remember it in the morning when I wake up. You know, I'll try to write it down. And then when that time comes when I wake up, I don't even remember. You don't got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I believe. Now, I honest. Okay, that's that's something else. So anyway. <laughs> no, because what is some people that come to your door where um where you The win? Jehovah's Witness? No. When? Okay, I'm going to let that go. Uh, publisher's Clearhouse. The Publisher's Clearhouse. Come on now. We a team here. <laughs> Look, I'm like the Jehovah's Witness, who the Mormons, who comes to that? No, the, the, the sweet state people. Yeah, but you know what? They bring in checks. Girl, do you hear me? This is so off subject, but I promise you, this happened to me. I had a dream that the publishing clearhouse came to my house, knocked on the door, had a check. Hmm. But country, and they asked me, what would you do with the money? What would I do hmm. with the money? Country, this came to me in a dream. And I did not, and I know that I, I knew that I was dreaming of everything. Country, believe me when I say, this is not a dream. The publishing clearinghouse actually called to me mm. and they asked me that question mm. and I believe where I missed it at because in that dream it came to me what I would do but I didn't write it down and I could not remember mm. and when mm. they called me it freaked me out so I was just blurting out I was just blurting out things I never heard back from them. Mm. Mm. Girl. But in this dream right here, so this takes me back to I Am My Brand. One day, um, I got an email. I, I, always get, I always get several emails. And it'd be emails of encouragement, emails where clients are giving their re reviews. And, but this one email stood out the most. And it was just saying, I'm just going to paraphrase it because I don't remember that much um, word from word. But anyway, she was happy to have me in her life. Um, I was a mentor to her. And she was just saying so much good things in this email. So while I was asleep, God brought that email to me in my dream. And I just kept hearing, I am my brain. Hmm. It just kept saying, I am my brand, I am my brand, I am my brand. Country, that mm. I did not sleep on. Do you know, I woke up immediately and I wrote out, I am my brand. And so I'm saying, God, what are you saying about I am my brand? And what God gave me was like, the email that you had read, mm. he was like, that's your brand. It's people out here, they need you. They looking mm -hmm. at you. And behind mm -hmm. I am my brand, he had me to put the, um, a check mark. And that check mark means take inventory mm -hmm. of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, God. He said, check yourself. So that is where I am my brand with the check mark came from because I'm constantly 
checking myself, doing inventory of myself. And at the time when he gave it to me, and so he was like, do you like where you at? And I was like, yes, God, I like where I'm at right now. <laughs> So ever so often in business, you know how you always just go back to your business and then you, you know, you start off from the beginning and say anything that I need to be doing. So I'm always checking, doing check mark, taking inventory of myself. What is it that I need to change? What is it that I need to do better? Because a lot of times people think in business when they hear the word brand, they think brand is about goods and services. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what a brand is. That is it's not about your goods or your services. You is you yeah. how you yeah. represent yourself how you carry yourself is you internally that's the brand that's the yeah. reason why you need to be checking yourself and doing inventory so that is where i am my brand came from because i that i am gave it to me which is when, the holy spirit amen when um when I had moved out the first time with Juan, that's when I came across Al, my brand. And I was like, okay, I, I understand, you know, the mission mm-hmm. and the message. Mm-hmm. And I need to be a part of this, right? Mm-hmm. For support. But not only that, it was a reflection of me. And mm-hmm. so I had my mug and I had my t-shirt and she mm-hmm. sent me a little ink pen And it was just like, okay, you know, I had to do some soul searching as far as myself was concerned because I was trying to discover, right? Figure out who who am I? What is my purpose? And so I thank you because I and my brand definitely took me to a place. I think I was always waiting on you to come out with some uh, journal type tools and workbooks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's not too late it is not yep. too, i think oh i was ready God, for I... that mm-hmm. so you always say i quit my job to open my school what was you doing right before you opened amina's beauty college okay um that's a great question so i was teaching um at a school i've been teaching now for over 15 over 15 years um i went into education i i had i had my teaching license probably for about 10 years before i had even used it um so when the timing presented itself then that's when i went into education um and i began to i fell in love with education um Hair was my gifting, but education teaching is my passion. Um, I worked at several um, corporate schools, and it just, I, I, I know God set this. Oh, my God, how God set things up. Whoo! Because when I tell you mm-hmm. I have gone through in corporate schools, I'm talking about I done been harassed, sexually harassed. Um, racial, r- racial, racial discrimination, um, intimidation, bullying, micromanage, mm. and um, just them been through it all. Um, but I always just paid attention. Every school that I worked at, I didn't know why, but I always mm. would pay attention. Um, so the last school that I worked at was actually at Chicosi in Maryville. Um, that's what I. That's why I was teaching at last. Um, that was my second time going back to that campus working. Um, at this time, I knew that I was going to open up a school. 
I didn't know when, but I knew that I was going to open up a school. I went back because I was giving myself a quota, um, meaning this is how much money that I needed to make. So I would save up all my checks because I knew that it was going to go towards me opening up the school whenever the time presented itself. So that's why I was working at last. Yeah. You want, oh. you want let me talk because I want okay. you to talk about the school. Yeah, you got okay. This is this is it. You know, this is why we're here. Okay. We got to talk okay. about Amina's Beauty College. Oh, we got okay. braid camps. We got nail, <laughs> you know, nail camps, braid camps. Look, we got all kind of stuff going on here, and, and the people need to know about it. Look, I'll do your commercial for you. We accept the GI bills, but we, you know, with the tuition assistance. United Steel Workers, <laughs> IDC participate companies like, come you on, it. it's you black owned. It. I got it, Vina. Listen, I'm here. It. You got it. Okay, so this is why we're here, and it's about following after your dreams. Um, the last couple of years, um, guy had been dealing with me with opening up a school. Uh, I ain't gonna say he was dealing with me. I had a desire to open up a school these last several years. Um, I, I, I think that was always in, in the making for years. I went to um, school and got my degree in business and that probably was like in 2008, nine, I went to Ivy Tech um, and got my business degree then. And you all listen to this. Back then I had to do um, a business analysis and it talks about the strength and weakness of a school. And I had to do a business plan. Country. I need a business plan. And guess what my business plan was? Girl. Come on. It was this. I had done drawn out a school. My business plan was Amina's School of Cosmetology. Come on. That was back in 2008, 2009. I have forgot all about that. I was just going through my drawer, just cleaning up. And I came across it and got an A out of it. <laughs> Girl, got an A out of it. So you are, I'm trying to find a way to kind of like sum up this story and sum up where I'm at. So I'm just trying to draw this picture and just let you know, just back 2008, when I drew out that business plan, Amina's Beauty College. Prior to that, we're talking about um, me meeting, me meeting country and country telling me that I'm going to open up a school. Um, I think I just did the business plan is because I was just in cosmetology and that was just the easiest thing for me to come up with. <laughs> so, but it's, it's just like how God just sets you up. It's just mm -hmm. so beautiful. So, you know, just going through what I was going through um, in the schools, what sickened me the most in corporate schools is that students was just numbers. And what I mean by that yeah. is that it's just all about financial aid. So it's a, um, um, it's a number game. Uh, are, are they really into the education? I would say the schools that I worked at, not 100%. And that's the part I didn't like. Um, I remember working at one school and this student, oh my goodness, he just could not pass for nothing. He was barely coming to school and management took me in the office and management told me, whatever you got to do, pass him. And mm -hmm. I knew then that that was so sickening because that student did not earn that grade yeah. at all. And when I would hear them in the office talking about their quota, how much money they needed to make, and then I began to understand and see the patterns of the school. So what would happen in these schools is that the turnover for educators, I mean, was mm -hmm. just crazy. They could not keep educators. 
The reason being is because they never support educators because students run it. They don't put the students out because they already know if they can keep them in there like for the first, let's just say 10 weeks, that's already guaranteed them $10,000. Thank you. Let me piggyback off of that too, right? And so when you look at like the Gary school systems, right? And Mm -hmm. now that a lot of them are chartered, right? So they go through a period of one school start right they can get their grants and they funding then but then they'll go through a period of where everybody get title 20 get kicked out some type of suspension and then they start scrambling again if everybody noticed parents you guys notice here comes february right march now we trying to get your babies back in school because another round of funding is about to come out and so like pta meetings and all of this stuff is very important yes and parents don't even care enough to want to find out about their child. So now no child left behind is, we just passing your kid through here, right? Yep. Now we feeding them, giving them things like that, but everybody else making money. Yep. And your kids is suffering, which then fail them as they get older to do what? Go to jail. So now the prisons make, you know, it's $52 a day to house an inmate, $52, $58 to house an inmate, right? But if the government is giving them $150, right? They'll go $100 profit that they now got. And so yep. if we're steady feeding these institutions, what can I do now? Make more jails, right? And so I've been digging, doing the research about California because on March 23rd of this year, they just basically uh, passed a book and release type system. And so after so many times you booked and released and booked and released, now you what? You're habitual. Yeah. And then what happens? Now you locked up for good. And I get to make money mm-hmm. off of you while you work and being my slave and producing yes. everything we need. So eventually, right, instead of exporting, they're going to import here again. Yes. But who's going to do the work? The slaves in the prison. Yes. Now you get so I'm sorry to cut you off. No, that was you know, perfect. You yeah. saw that picture perfectly. So now you understand what it is that I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's all about money. It's not about education. Yeah. And that's I mean, when I tell you this. And but... let me do some more fussing because, mm-hmm. look, I'm sorry. No, go, go. I just read an article to where they are, I don't know if they already did it or if they got it in the works to where they don't even want to use beauty schools and barber colleges as financial aid recipients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? So. Yes. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> they know who they targeting. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. okay. And and I'm fighting something like that with um work one. I'm not gonna say mm. fighting, but I need to go back up there because I reached out to them and this was the one that was in Gary, and I was like, Why would you not pay for them to come to school yeah. for this trade? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You send them here. You send, this this is a lucrative trade. This is something that can set them up for the rest of their life. And you would not pay for this? Oh, well, we cut that out. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. 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 They try to remove it as a whole. They because they they try they couldn't figure out how to make the money off of it, right? That's almost like the weed industry. And now I'm getting off topic. Until they can figure out how to to gain capital off of it, then we gotta cut it. Yes. Because they know in this profession you can become self-employed. There you go. And they don't never have to see it or know about it. Yes. So then (laughs) we get rid of it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I knew that I 
wanted a school at this point, after so many years of experiencing this, I'm going through this, and I'm talking about this has been the whole 15 years of me teaching that I have saw this. And um, I knew when that time, when, when I did start having a desire to open up a school, it, it, really, it just really came from education. And I knew that I wanted to have a, um, a school where I was given quality education. And then not only that, I needed a safe space for myself. You know, I started going through so much and, you know, just dealing with corporate. I needed a space for myself where there was just like some freedom um, where I was not being micromanaged. Um, mm -hmm. I was in a car accident, so I needed some accommodations and the, the companies was not going to accommodate was not going to accommodate me. So it was just like so many different factors. Um, so um, when I talk about, now I'm going to fast forward. When I talk about how I quit my job and I stepped out on faith and I opened up my own school. So here, when I was at um, Chakosi Labs. All right. So I'm trying to sum up this story and I just pray that it just be so I pray that this just be very encouraging to someone that has a desire to open up their own business they want to go after they dream whatever whatever it may be so at this point at Chocosi this is when I was going after my dream um after being at the doors not being closed in my face but literally being slammed in my face so I go there and like I say, I had a quota. This is me and God talking. My quota was $20,000. Um, and this was what I was going to use to open up the school, plus some that I had already had saved up. Um, went there. And when I tell you, it was hell all over again. This second time mm. around, it was worse than the first time when I was working there. But mm. I stay focused. Yeah, I did. I stay focused. And God just had me to just start paying attention. Just, you know, do not get into what these people are doing and not doing this, that, and the other. You here, teach those students, do your best, make your money, don't make no friends, and get on up mm -hmm. out of here. Mm -hmm. So it was this one time in particular, and, and it was this one campus. Um, I think her title was a campus manager or, or something like that. And here she go again. I mean, when I tell you that this woman just kept picking on me, and I'm saying to myself, lady, you might want to leave me alone because I already done sued one school and one. So I, <laughs> and I'm like, so I know my rights. I know what it is that you're doing to me. So God let me fight it enough just to get her off of me. And um, so here I go, going through this process again. Um but it was this one day in particular, and I'm just like, um, they called me on the phone, all jolly, like, you know, Mr. Nina, uh, when you get to school today, do you mind? Can you come back to office so that I can see you um, and speak to you? And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. Hmm. When I go in the office, it's literally three of them in there just huddle around. When I tell you, I start having anxiety. And I'm, t I'm, I'm literally talking to God and God was like, it's okay. I got you. I got you. It was a setup, <laughs> but they just didn't know. They was just setting me up for my destiny. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Woo! It was a setup. 
So they start telling me that, you know, a student has said, had complained, I did this and I did that. So then the one that headed out for me and was like, well, you know what? I think this is a great time for me to um, sit in on your class. And I was like, no, I don't need you to sit in on my class. What I need you to do is, and God was like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Mm, pump your brakes. Do you hold, hear me? Hold your mouth. Do you uh, hear me? Yeah. Do you Stop hear right me? now. You filter. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear me? Immediately I shift. And I said, I said, that would be a great idea. I said, good. I said, yeah, thank you for that. Girl, when I tell yeah. you, I'm walking back to my classroom. I had so many different emotions that was taking place, that was going on. And I'm like, God. So as I'm coming up the stairs, the students are waiting at the door um, to come into the classroom. And it was this one student in particular. I, I really don't, I really didn't even see who it was. Thank God, God didn't even let me see it. But I knew it was mm. one voice in particular. It was like, oh, Miss Amina, come on. Open the door. I done been at work. I'm tired. Girl, mm. I said, I unlocked that door. And I went in the break room. I said, God, because country, I knew at this point, at that moment, mm. I said, God, I can't take it no more. I said, um, this is it. And God asked me, he said, do you want to quit? I said, yeah. So I called my daddy on the phone. I said, daddy, I'm about to quit. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to stay at that job. You're going to take it and you're going to suffer it. And God was like, did you ask your daddy's permission or did you ask my permission? Did you ask me, girl? I'm your daddy. Yes. Do you hear okay. me? Okay. I hear you. God gave me permission. He led me down there to the office. I sat down there with the manager. I said, I need to talk to you. I was sitting just as calm and I said, Whose report do you believe? Now, oh, I'm listening. Come on. I said, I'm done. She said, What do you mean? Now, meanwhile, I had already been telling her I wasn't going to be there too much longer. And um, she said, you done? What do you mean? I said, I am done. I'm not going back in there to teach. I'm leaving. She was like, right now? Right now, Miss Amina? I said, yes. I said, the fact that I can tell you this and I feel relieved, I mm. said, it's time for me to go. She just looked and it was nothing that she can do. So she was like, okay. I went upstairs. I went in my classroom. Now, now, this was the funny part. I went in my classroom. Girl, like I had so much stuff in there. I ain't had nothing but a little base that was a flower because everywhere I go, I always set up my classroom. You know, I got to have some type of ambiance that makes me feel good. Girl, I had this little flower. And I was trying to think, well, well where your book said? What? Girl, country. That's mm. all I had was That's flower. all you had, Mina, was a flower, girl. You walking around like that lady on that TV show, a flower, her face, moving it all around with her. You ain't had nothing. No. Wait a minute. With my book bag that I came with, but I'm sad today. That's all I had on that desk. And I'm like, I know I should have had some else in here. I looked at those students and I told them, I said, you all, I just want to let you know that I wish you all well. And they looked, they was like, well, where you going? I said, I wish you all well and got on up out of there. I got up out of their country. 
Hmm. And when I got up out of there, it was like, okay, God, it's me and you. It's me mm-hmm. and you. I began that at this point, later on, I did have a location. At some point, I did have a main location. Um, and I just went, I just, I just dived in. And I just started pouring my heart and everything into my business. And I just started building it. Um, the money that I had, you all, let me tell you this. When God is for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> when God is for you, when God got your back, he will make provisions for you. Mm-hmm. I started having, I had a school giving me stuff. When I tell you giving me, I'm talking about stations, cheers, tables, blow dryers. Everything that I needed to open up a school was given to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Was given to me. me. The other day, me and my husband was going back and forth. And he tried to be a little jazzy. And it's okay if you listen to this podcast. And he texted me. And it says something about, oh, 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 how did he phrase this? I said something about me opening up the school. And he said, yeah, with some assistance. Mm-hmm. So I know that he was talking about himself. Um, I said, let me tell you one thing. You didn't give me a dime towards this school. I said, God made sure that I didn't use none of your money. Because it was me and God. It's all God's hand in this. God wanted me to know that he had my back. Mm-hmm. That he got my back. So no, not one cent of yours went into this building. Now, the work that you might have done in here, yeah, you might have paid for some other stuff. But you all, when God got your back, he will make provisions. And guess what? Then he'll step back and let the devil watch you be blessed. That's right. And that's what happened to me. And now I am living my dream. Now it is mm-hmm. Amina's mm-hmm. Beauty College. Where we located? We are located at 48 West 67th Place in Maryville, Indiana. We have a cosmetology program, nails, aesthetics, makeup. This summer was our first was our first summer program for the youth. Our braiding program was just beautiful. I mean, I had to I had to stop it at 18 girls. Our nail program was a success until this is our second one. Um, last week, Wednesday, last week, Friday and Saturday was our second nail camp. Um, the mm-hmm. next one starts actually this Wednesday. And when I tell you, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I have educators that is teaching the class and um, God, when I tell you God is blowing my mind, he is blowing my mind. He's blowing my mind. I need you to, I need you to cover um, real quick about um, massages, manicure, pedicures. Um, You do men's shaves and and barber stuff too. Yeah. yes. Come on, give us, give us some more information. So um, our aesthetic program is open, and that's the that's the study of skin. So you could come there and get your services done. Um, that would include doing facials, makeup. We just opened up um, a brow salon. 
So we have girls that specializes in doing brows and brow tinting, brow waxing. All of that is covered under the umbrella of um, aesthetics. Our cosmetology program, doing hair, doing nail, um, doing braids. Um, we are into healthy hair. I um, had a, just a couple of people that have called to school and be like, oh, you're pricey. You know what? Them $10, $20 days is over with. And when I'm telling you, when you come and get these services, after you get the service, you'll be like, okay, it is well-deserved. The school is such a beautiful vibe. It is so inviting. Um, the spa, when you come, it's like you literally, I have it set up like you are literally at the spa. Um, music playing, spa music, um, the lights is off, um, candles going, the ambiance is set. Um, our nail program is just, the girls do just a wonderful job. Um, we are a dermatological partner school, so um, once uh, once a month we go downtown Chicago to the dermatological lab where we are getting extra training. Um, we are the students are learning um, through the pivot point system. Um, just just a wonderful, beautiful program. If you would like to be a, um, an a esthetician, nail tech, um, a barber, um, our number two admissions is. 219-515-0411. If you're coming for services, our number to the campus is 219-472-8175. Amina's Aww. Beauty College. Yes. That's how Amina's Beauty College was birthed. Yeah. So it's just me and God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. God did this. He did it. God did it again. God did it again. There you go. God and did you know it what? And I want to say this right here this, to, 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 to shame the devil, um, not to go against, I'm not going against marriages of, or, or anything like that. But, but this was a moment that God said that he let me know that he was doing something just for me. Just so this right know. here, this was just for me. Yeah. Amen. Last question. What mm -hmm. advice would you give young women? Mm, wow. Whew, I give you the advice that, that I would give myself. Um, give yourself grace. Yeah, give yourself, give yourself grace. Love on you. Love on you first. Mm, my journey starting off is that I look for love in all the wrong places. But where I'm at now is that I love me first. So make sure you love you first. Um, have a relationship with God. You seek him and have that relationship. Respect your elders. I don't care how, how, how bad it may seem or they feel like they being they disrespecting you. Don't talk back. Respect mm -hmm. your elders. Um, it's wisdom in respecting them. Um, get you a mentor. And um, just trust the process. Be good to you. Be good to you. If there's anything or anybody around you, you know what's good for you. You know what's not good for you. Get away from it. Try your best to get away from it. Amen. All right. Be good. Yeah, be good to you. Be good to yourself. And that's why I'm at now. That's the advice that I still give myself. Be good. Be good to you, Mina. Yeah. I'm being good to me. 
Be good. Be good to you, Mina, because I am my brand. Because I am my ba- my uh, okay. brand. Check mark. Yes. Hunchy, <laughs> this was good. Hunchy, okay. <laughs> okay. I want to go. This was so good, but you don't I, have to go. But you, you know, you said it was on a time crunch, and yeah, I'm trying to I got that for you. Plans. Yeah, I have lesson plans. We have a new class start um tomorrow. And so um, for, our, for our nail program, so I need to get those, um, they bind us, they fold us together. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot that I got to do for tomorrow. Yeah. But, All right. So for mm-hmm. our takeaways, um, well, first of all, let me go back before I do takeaways. I want to thank you again for coming on yes. and sharing yourself with us. Thank you for being vulnerable, right? Thank you for sharing your emotions, right, from from God's mouth to the listener's ears, they were able to experience that ride mm-hmm. with you. And so mm-hmm. I'm honored to call you friend. Okay. Oh, I love that friend. <laughs> I love that friend. Oh, I love it. <laughs> when I came home, y'all, I took her flowers. I was like, you know what? She doing the ribbon cutting ceremony. I just, you know, it's hard being so far away, but I made it and I got to walk it, you know, and I even got to get some sponsors. Um, uh, get free gifts, y'all. You know I love yeah. free gifts. I love free stuff. So, uh, but I got to see my friend, you know, Thank and you. so that that was huge. Mm-hmm. But as far as takeaways are concerned, hold on to what matters most, even if you don't see it happening, you know, or don't know how it's gonna happen. If God placed it in your heart, if God placed it in your heart best and believe that he is going to provide the provision needed. And so sometimes we get caught up in worrying about things that we have no control over, you know, whether it's moving or relationships or businesses or work or whatever it is, you got to just hold on to what matters most. Remember to take care of you and know that God will meet you right where you are. Mm -hmm. There's a, a lesson in all things. Failure happens, but failure is not a no, right? And so all things can be done, but you have to believe that things are possible. We talk ourselves out of so much stuff. And lastly, give yourself some grace. Don't be so hard on yourself. And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.